When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. Tunnel to Towers Foundation presents the Judge Jeanine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. I hope everyone is enjoying their day so far. It's a wonderful day here in New York City, and more than it just being a wonderful day, it's Mother's Day. And a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. If you are lucky enough to have a mama out there to hug, to kiss, to call, to say hello to, consider yourself very lucky. I lost my mom several years ago, three years almost to the day. And uh, it's very painful for me. You know, we don't realize how important they are in our lives. And and I must tell you that today my daughter is with me with her baby. And as I watch my daughter uh, interact with her baby, the, the, the baby is 10 months old and he is, she is his world. Everything, he looks at his mom, he crawls to his mom, he wants to, he wants to walk with his mom. And you realize how vulnerable and how important uh, you are to a vulnerable baby. And my own mom was my muse. She was my inspiration. She was my confidence. She was my confidant. And uh, I, I miss her terribly every day, not just on Mother's Day. So, you know, I want to make this an upbeat show. So I just want you to know that if you have that chance, if you have that moment, that opportunity, if you're blessed enough to just say hello, give her a kiss. You can take her out. I don't care. You can cook. Uh, I always know that when my kids cooked for me, I ended up cleaning a mess every Sunday. But so it goes. But that's it uh, for for my personal comment on Mother's Day. It's a wonderful day. So, uh, But we are today going to be talking about some very serious issues. Uh, and as always, we're armed and ready to serve justice with my great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. And I today especially, folks, today especially, I do want to make sure that I hear from you. In just a little bit, we're going to be taking your calls right here on the Friends of the Court hotline. You know the number, but if you don't, I'll say it again. It's 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. Make sure you give us a call and share your thoughts. Now, there is so much that happened this week. And I am going to start with the, I think, the the absolute most significant, and that was the leak of the proposed final draft by the United States Supreme Court of a decision uh, that overturns Roe versus Wade, the the Dobbs decision, uh, which was uh, a tectonic shift by the United States Supreme Court if this is the decision that is ultimately signed on to by the justices, which it appears it is. 
Uh, and I'm going to talk about that in the first half of the show. So you better get ready to make your calls, 1-800-848-9222. Uh, it was also a big week when the uh, president of the United States came out and said that MAGA, those MAGA supporters, uh, they are the most extreme violent group in recent American history. Uh, good old Joe was able to get that out. He said, they, you know how extreme they are. I mean, they are such name callers, those on the left. Uh, we're extreme, violent people, uh, but, uh, you know, they are, they're the peaceful ones. And we're the MAGA supporters, and we're crazy and extreme. Uh, also going on in the country, uh, and this is relevant, even if even if you're not from New York, we've got this new police, uh, former police captain, there's a mayor of New York City, everybody elected him and said, we're going to get a real grip on crime. Mayor Eric Adams, <laughs> what a disappointment. This guy goes to the Met Gala. You know, I, I don't I don't begrudge him that. Yeah, you know, he wanted to go. Let him go. Who cares? You know, they're all caught up with themselves. So, you know, he, he wears a jacket, a tuxedo that says end gun violence or whatever the hell it says. Uh, and he hasn't been back to New York since. Okay? You know, he's he's uh, he loves being part of the ranks of the liberal left. And uh, he's still out there in California. And he says he's going to go around the country until he figures out how to fight crime. What a bunch of crap. You're a former police captain in New York City. And you think we're dumb enough to buy your, oh, I got to travel in the, in the United States. I have to go to L.A. to see how they're fighting crime. Well, I got word for you, Mayor Adams. They're not fighting crime in L.A., which is why the uh, D.A. in L.A., uh, George Gascone, is, uh, is right now under a proposed recall. But that's our mayor in New York City. And, guys, it's happening all over. And finally... Uh, the protests by the left uh, outside the houses of the United States Supreme Court justices uh, and uh, Catholic churches on Mother's Day is an outrage. And when, uh, you know, when when uh, see, uh, Peter Ducey comes out and says to Saki, you know, isn't that a bit extreme going out there, you know, to the homes of the Supreme Court justices? Saki's answer is, extreme uh no peaceful protests are are okay and you know should they just pivot and change the uh change the premise of the question peaceful protests are okay so we're going to get to all those topics and break them all down for you a lot of stuff to talk about right here on the judge janine tunnel to towers foundation show plus later on in the show i'm going to take your calls and gavel out with my own closing arguments on these topics it's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. But first, it's time for my opening statement. Now, this week, they, there was a leak of a proposed Supreme Court decision that was supposed to be uh, uh, released in June or July. And someone, I assume, on the left, and that's an assumption on my part, leaked it to fire up people on the left and so that they could engage in this leftist, hostile-type assault on anyone who doesn't agree with them. And uh, for Joe Biden to come out and say MAGA is the most extreme uh, um, political group in the country is just outrageous. But I want to get into the decision itself, and I want you to understand the decision. I'm not taking a position on it. 
But what I am going to do is I'm going to talk about the decision itself. The decision is, it's the Dobbs case, D-O-B-B-S. And the Dobbs case has overturned this potential decision. It is overturned, if they all sign on it, Roe versus Wade. Now, let's talk about Roe versus Wade. It's a United States Supreme Court decision uh, from 1973, and the right of privacy was the premise upon which this abortion decision was ruled. And Roe was against Wade, who, by the way, was the district attorney in Dallas County. And the Roe judges decided, the Supreme Court justices, decided that the state has a compelling interest in when life begins, but they make it very clear. They say, we do not decide it here. And they look at the history of how you decide whether or not a case is indeed one for which there is a constitutional right. And they say that only personal rights can be deemed a fundamental or if they're implied in the concept of liberty. Now, I I don't want to get too deep into the legal decision here, but they make it very clear that this decision is one where they kind of grab on to a lot of different uh, amendments, the first, the fourth, the ninth, the 14th, and they basically say that Roe versus Wade guarantees that a woman has a right to an abortion. And they, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg later, and you know RBG, she is a liberal justice. Even she said that Roe versus Wade is on shaky constitutional grounds. That's from a liberal justice. So now what we have is Dobbs versus the state of Mississippi. And they do an analysis of Roe and they say, at the time of Roe, the majority of states made abortions illegal. And we will decide whether abortions are legal based upon whether or not they are written into the Constitution and or whether they are so deep-rooted in our nation's tradition and history or essential to our scheme of ordered liberty, okay, that we have to make it a constitutional right. And in this decision decided by Justice Alito, they say the right to privacy is the freedom to make an intimate personal choice. It's central to the dignity and autonomy of an individual, but it has to be part of ordered liberty. But here there is a competing interest, and the competing interest is the state's interest in the third party. So they do an analysis, and it is an excellent analysis if you ever want to pull the decision out. And they make it very clear that Roe versus Wade, and now I'm reading from the Dobbs decision, is an exercise of raw judicial power. Uh, and that the constant, they, and that even Casey that came after Roe has reservations about whether the Constitution protects a right to abortion. And they analyze it in three ways. They say, number one, it's not written into the Constitution. What does that mean? The First Amendment to the Constitution says there is a right to free speech. 
That is written into the Constitution, folks. There is a right to free speech. You cannot limit it. The Second Amendment to the Constitution is there's a right to uh, possess a weapon. That is in the Second to bear arms. That is in the Second Amendment. So there is nothing written in the Constitution that says there is a right to abortion. So then they go and they say, is it so much a part of our history and the concept of ordered liberty that it is protected? And they say, absolutely not. In fact, it was against the law in most states. And when we go back to common law, abortions were outlawed upon quickening and from the from the common law and in statutory laws. So they say when we look at the nation's history and tradition, there is no history and tradition. It's not implicit in the text of the Constitution. And when Rose said it was okay, it was a remarkably loose treatment of the Constitution, the first, fourth, fifth, ninth, and fourteenth amendment. But right now, we're going to tell you we're overturning it because the Ninth Amendment leaves to the states issues that are not directly in the Constitution. And therefore, there is not a right to privacy here. But we're not saying that it's illegal. All we're saying is that it goes back to the states. Let the states decide whether or not abortions will be legal or not legal under the 14th Amendment due process. It's not deeply rooted in our history. It's not essential to our nation's scheme of ordered liberty, and they go back 700 years. That's the decision, and that's my opening statement here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And never forget, join the Tunnel Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, dot org. And up next on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, we're going to be taking your calls. And in a little bit, we're going to have some great guests on the show to talk about what's going on with crime in America right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Okay, welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Now, um, I've got some callers holding, but I want to say a couple more things about this Supreme Court uh, justice, uh, the Supreme Court's proposed decision on overturning Roe versus Wade. Uh, The the leak of the decision, of course, was one that uh, the justices are very interested in finding out how it happened. I believe that whoever leaked this decision... Uh, it should be uh, disbarred if they, uh, you know, they are attorneys who are clerks for the ju- justices. Uh, it was definitely a decision. Uh, the leaking of the decision was done to uh, both intimidate the justices and possibly get them to back off of that uh, decision uh, or uh, to simply harass them. Uh, and the attempt to intimidate justices on a decision is classic. Uh, a leftist approach. They, for some reason, believe that justices who are appointed by presidents, there's no question that these justices are legitimately appointed, uh, and they have a lifetime uh, uh, position on uh, on the Supreme Court. You saw Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, they can stay as long as they want to stay. And the attempt 
to breach the court's deliberative process with threats by the left and bullying, it is it is outrageous. And they are not defending. The president is not defending the judicial independent. They they are calling for mob rule for anarchy outside of churches, outside of the homes of Supreme Court justices. And I want I want you to listen to some of them. There's this group called Ruth Sent Us. I believe it, it may be cut too. Let's take a listen to them outside the justices' homes. Okay. So without this basic rights, they're chanting women can't be free, and that's that's the wrong policy. You know what's amazing about this? What is absolutely amazing is the justices are saying, let the people decide. Roe versus Wade was decided on very shaky constitutional grounds. Casey that came after was another decision that, that was so close in terms of overturning it. But let the people decide. And they want to threaten these justices. And as far as I'm concerned, they should be uh, arrested if it's not a peaceful protest, if they are trying to intimidate, if they go to the homes. And you know what? So much for the Democrats and their respect for law and order. They don't have it. And, you know, they'll say, you know, it's somewhere in the Constitution, but we're not sure where. But. And then they, they become hysterical and they say, look, you know, Griswold versus uh, Connecticut, and Loving versus Virginia, they're going to be overturned too. You know, gay marriages, contraceptives, Oglethorpe, this one, that one. The, the, the problem is this. The Roe and the Dobbs case talk about a third party, and that's the difference. That's the distinction. There is a third party. And the history of this country is an unbroken tradition from the earliest days of the common law. And so, you know, the we emphasize, they say in the decision, that a constitutional right to an abortion is our concern. Nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion. So all of the Democrats running around saying the sky is falling, the sky is falling, you know, we're not we're not talking about that at all. So I want to take your phone calls. Let's go to the uh, phone board. We've got uh, Ralph uh, from New Jersey. Ralph, good morning. Okay, yeah. Guys, if you notice, you know, uh, not only did Joseph Biden go with the default position of uh, bringing up the MAGA people and how horrible and, and despicable they are. The, Biden in itself, the statement coming out of Joseph Biden is, deplorable and despicable, okay? And I agree with Tulsi Gabbard and his take about that, uh, or her take about that. Now, that also, the, the failure to denounce and condemn the leak. Right, lead, right. Lead me to the question. Lead me to the question right now. The, here, which yeah. is? Which is, what is the possibility that there was prior knowledge from the White House, and someone in the White House is behind well, look, they're going to do an investigation, Ralph. We don't know what it's going to prove, but, you know, it really doesn't matter. At this, I mean, it does matter, obviously. But I, the question is, will the decision come down the way it's written? 
Uh, and I don't have a lot of faith in them finding out and then identifying who leaked it. But I could be wrong. Stay with us. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. This is the Judge Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. All right. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is the National Vice President of the Fraternal Order of Police. Join me in welcoming my good friend Joe Gamaldi to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Now, you've I've had Joe on the show before. Um, Joe Gamaldi uh, is a is a fierce fighter uh, on behalf of the victims of crime, and uh, he is someone who understands crime, not just from the street level, but also in terms of the uh, academic level. He's got a lot of degrees, and uh, he was actually a sergeant in the Houston Police Department. He's got a master's and all kinds of stuff. I'm not going to go through all that stuff. You're a smart guy, Joe. That's it. That's it for you. (laughs) Now, okay, I mean, who cares? I care. I admire you, but I want to get to the grist of this. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day, Joe. Happy Mother's Day to you, Jenny. Thank you. All right. Now, I am fuming. You know, when when Eric Adams ran for mayor in New York City, everybody said, yay, police captain. He knows what to do. He's a hoot. He's the best. Everybody in New York's going to be better again. Well, this guy, Eric Adams, he is on a long-term, if you could believe this, uh, trip uh, in Los Angeles. He attended the Met Gala. And, you know, he was right there on the red carpet with his jacket that said end gun violence or something. And the left loved him for that. But he is now on a uh, a, a, a campaign funded L.A. trip. And it doesn't appear that he's coming back in the near future. But I want you to listen to this. Adams uh, is claiming he was working to attract business to the Big Apple while the polls show that New Yorkers are souring on his efforts to stem violent crime. It's no surprise. I've soured on him about two, three weeks ago. I said it's over. He's not good for New York. Anyway, he argues, listen to this, Joe, Cabaldi, National uh, uh, Order of Police. Now, he says it's part of his job to leave the Big Apple and learn tips from other mayors across the country on how to attract and retain business. But when pressed as to why he used campaign cash, he refused to answer. It's what I must do. It's what we're all doing. Uh, Am I going to sit at home while other people are taking our businesses? Now, can you can you answer a question for me? Do you think that he's going to be able to attract business to New York when crime's out of control and continues to go up, Joe? Well, you know what I love is this is exactly what New Yorkers wanted to hear from their mayor, isn't it, Judge? Hey, I'm going to take yeah. a two-week <laughs> vacation and leave town while crime is completely out of control. I mean, just to give you an idea, over the last two years, murders are up 54% in New York. Over the last year, robberies are up 20%. And, and now shootings are up 85%. 
And instead of the mayor buckling down and making sure he's in the community, he's yucking it up at the Met Gala wearing a silly jacket. Maybe he should have had a jacket that said, we're actually going to throw the book at violent, degenerate criminals who are shooting people in the community. That probably wouldn't yeah. fit on the jacket, but you get my idea. But instead. Yeah. Or, or how about this? To- jail criminals. Two words. Yeah, would that have been too different? But you know what? That doesn't quite virtue signal uh, the same way with the woke agenda and the people that he's trying to connect with. But if he actually talked to everyday New Yorkers, he would understand that a recent Siena poll said that crime was their number one issue. And if you are a leader, you need to be in your community. You need to be making sure that you're putting pressure on the rest of the criminal justice system to do their job. That means telling Alvin Bragg in in Manhattan that you're going to actually throw the book at violent criminals. That means holding the judges accountable when they're bending people out over and over again during bail reform. Not spending your time in L.A. trying to attract business because guess what? You can't even find a U-Haul truck in the tri-state area because everybody's leaving New York so quickly. So maybe you should take (laughs) care of home before you're traveling somewhere else. All right, Joe Gamaldi, uh, Fraternal Order of Police. Now, uh, 53% of voters were not confident that he could rein in gun violence compared to 43% of the voters who said they were at least confident, somewhat confident of his ability. But his overall support rating has slipped from a 46 approve and 27 disapprove to a 43 approve and 37 disapprove. So uh, right now he is uh, dropping in the polls. And I think it's a sad day for New Yorkers because, you know, the idea, and and I know this from when, when I was a DA, the idea that you can convince people to bring their businesses to a jurisdiction is directly dependent upon whether or not that jurisdiction is a safe one. So if you've got a jurisdiction now compared to when I was a DA where people are just going to bring in uh, sledgehammers and take whatever they want from a jewelry store or walk into whatever, uh, uh, you know, CVS or drugstore and take whatever they need, um, then, you know, you, you've got to be able to say, I'm going to lock them up. You can't just say, uh, you know, come to New York. It's going to be okay if you come to New York. You've got to prove to the businesses that you can provide safety for them, safety for their family, safety for employees, the ability to do business. I mean, that's just stupid in itself. It just infuriates me that, that he thinks that we're so stupid that he's going to bring in business. What, you're going to bring him into uh, you know New York City where it's boarded up? Are you kidding me? And not all New York City is boarded up. I don't mean to suggest that, but what I am suggesting, Joe Gamaldi, is that it's only going to get worse the more and more this mayor doesn't take on the Albany uh, 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 politicians and change the laws to protect Americans. Why Why is he even there if he's not going to do that? I couldn't agree more. And, and honestly, if, for your listeners, ask yourself right now, if you were going to open a new business, why the hell would you open it in New York right now? Not only is crime completely out of control, but then you, got the, you run the risk that if COVID spikes a, a certain week, that they'll lock the whole city down. And these poor restaurant owners are just barely recovering from that. And they still have to deal with the rampant crime. And, and the real problem is we are not holding criminals accountable for their actions. It's why you're seeing Rite Aid closing stores left and right in New York. 
Walgreens is doing the same in San Francisco. They've closed several dozen stores because it's absolute lawlessness. You have people walking into the store and filling up trash bags and walking out the door because they know there is no consequences for their actions. And this is not complicated psychology, folks. If you don't discipline someone who, do, who does something wrong, they're going to do it again. And the next time, they're only going to escalate and become even more either <laughs> egregious or even more violent. All right. I want you to listen to this sound, guys. It's cut three. First of all, you know, the headline, you know, your paper is unique with this headline, but we ignore that. This is what I must do. I must do what other mayors are doing. They're coming to my city, in our city, encouraging businesses to go to their city. They're learning from our ideas. And if I'm going to sit home while other people are coming, taking our businesses, that's a big mistake. I'm going to crisscross the globe. And I'm going to show people our product. I need businesses here. We want to be the center of life sciences, cybersecurity, uh, Bitcoin, blockchain. And then we must go and learn what other cities are doing. That is what we want to do. God help us. Do you believe that rationalization, Joe Gamaldi? I don't know. He sounds like an infomercial. He doesn't even sound like a (laughs) mayor right now. I mean, he's telling people, we want to be the head of this. We want to be the head of that. I got news for you. No one's coming when your murder rate is up over 50% of where it was two years ago. No one's coming when the streets are filthy. No one's coming when there's rampant crime on the subway. You need to get crime and disorder under control. And you know what? It's not just about tracking new business. Here's an idea. Why don't you give a damn about the people that are in your community right now? Already. Because I don't. I don't hear him talking about parents who are scared to walk their kids to school. I don't hear him talking about how stores now look like military installations. And you know what? The people that live in those neighborhoods, they don't deserve that. They should be able to walk into a store that isn't completely locked down. They should be able to pick up a can of baby formula without having to ask someone to unlock it for them. And, and it's completely lost. And, and I don't hear him mentioning that we're very concerned about the black and brown lives that are being taken right. every single day because statistically those are the victims of those murders. So while he's so worried b- bringing business to the community, he's completely discounting the marginalized communities that he claims and his party claims to care so much about. Well, let, let me ask you this. Let's assume that he can't change the law in Albany. And, and you know what? The fact that he went to Albany and tried to talk to Andrea Stewart-Cousins uh, and uh, Carl Heasty, one a state senator and the other uh, an assembly person, and they weren't interested in changing the bail law, and Hochul isn't going to sign it anyway. Um, what can he do? Joe Gamaldi, what can he do now? You know, let's assume, and and I'm mad at him because he's not taking them on. He's not saying, folks, this is what we got to do. You got to get your tails up to Albany. You want this? You want criminals jailed? You better get up there. Carl, he's the Andrea Stewart cousins, you know, but he's not doing that because he's a party man, okay, meaning the Democrat Party. But what can he do now as a as a mayor and uh, the guy who hired the police commissioner? What can he do? Well, you know, I think, number one, he, he's done some proper things, which is to allow the police officers to do their job in the sense that 
They're replacing broken windows theory, which never should have been taken away in the first place. And they're attempting to throw these people in jail for their minor, you know, quality of life offenses that will reduce some of the crime. But we're only one component of the system. And where the mayor has failed is, let's make no mistake, as the mayor of New York, you have an extremely powerful platform. And you need to decide what you want to do with that platform, Mayor Adams. Do you want to toe the party line and be a good party man? Or do you want to be a leader? And a leader in the community tells them what's going on and tells them what is causing this huge crime rate. And he could essentially step out and say, the police officers are doing the job. And here's another idea. How about he just comes out and supports his police officer and say, how about we stop shooting cops because we're seeing historic numbers of officers shot in this yep, country. Yep. But take on his own party and say, these officers are catching these suspects. But it's about time that the rest of the criminal justice system grows a spine. Let's start seeking the maximum on every gun crime. I mean, why is this controversial when I say we should throw the book at any criminal caught with a gun? I mean, you, you often hear the left howling about how we need new gun laws, yet we're not even enforcing the laws we have on the, the ones right we now. have. That's Imagine right. Imagine every gun crime seeking the maximum, pulling those violent criminals off the streets for years, that would make a huge impact and it would increase the quality of life. We don't hear that from him because it does not jive with the party line. And as a result, the community will continue to suffer. And mark my words, Judge, wait just a few more months and you're going to have the academics and the politicians coming out and saying, see, broken windows doesn't work. It's going to be a hot take of theirs because New York yep. hasn't seen a reduction in crime since they went back to it. And they'll make nothing about the revolving door criminal justice system that causes it well and, and not only will they not mention it but you know what there is a part of me that says maybe things can even get worse because if there are more da's elected who are george soros funded da's who are these progressive da's who care more about the criminal than the victim who don't add uh, a, a additional time for gun crimes or aggravating factors such as a prior history and all that then we we can end up actually worse off than we are now and new york city unfortunately uh, one of the safest big cities in america has gone to hell in a handbasket because of people like Bill de Blasio. And right now, Eric Adams isn't doing anything to help it. And, you know, Kishant Sewell, who is the uh, police commissioner, I have a lot of faith in her, but, uh, you know, I've got to see her break a little bit. I've got to see her not just give a good speech at a funeral uh, and award a police officer who's been ambushed a, uh, you know, detective gold shield posthumously. I want to see her talking about, you know, either increasing police, putting more money back into refunding police, as opposed to the billion they took uh, when they defunded police. And if you want to end gun violence and all this crazy stuff that he's got on his jacket, you know, get your hands dirty and end it, Mayor. Anyway, on this Mother's Day, uh, I want to end up on a positive note, though, uh, Joe Gamaldi. You know, we've had times in our history 30 years ago when crimes are really up. I mean, is there we can at some point look forward to hopefully getting crime under control. How do you think that, you know, will we will we ever get out of this mess? You know what I'll tell folks, Judge, is, you know, I remember walking through New York City as a young child in the late 80s and early 90s, 
And it was a horrible experience. I think we all remember what Times Square used to look like. But if we have powerful leaders with the spine who are willing to make our streets safe, we can turn this around. The American police officer delivered historic crime reductions in 20 years prior to this huge spike we're seeing. And we can do it again if we all have the stomach for it. But I want to make it very clear to folks. If we don't stand up to this woke agenda, this revolving door criminal justice system, things are only going to get worse. We've got an entire generation of criminals, these young ones that came up in the system from the ages of 15 to 18. Now they're about 19 to 22. They are getting into their prime crime committing years, their prime violent years. We as a society need to band together and say that we are not going to accept this. This is not a left or right issue. It's not partisan. It is public safety. We all want safe streets. We all want our communities to be safe, and we all want to have opportunities to succeed. And that all starts with a bedrock foundation of safety in our communities. We can do it if we band together and let our voices be heard. There's no question. And in addition to that, staying on top of the people who get elected to let them know just because you made it doesn't mean you can give up what you promised us. I think that's extremely important. So anyway, Joe Gamaldi, I want to thank you for joining us on this Mother's Day. Uh, There is hope at some point, but it's going to require a lot of work. And uh, coming up, we're going to be taking your phone calls. But never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's that's T, the number two, T. Tipping the scales when all else fails. This is the Judge Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. All right. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. And we are taking your phone calls this morning. Uh, Let's go to the first call we have here. I have it right here. I know I do. Okay. George from Clark. Jersey, George. Uh, good morning, Judge, and uh, good morning. happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Um, What's your I question? believe, and I have a great deal of faith in our Supreme Court, and I don't think they can be bullied. Uh, one of the yeah. things I've heard, and in some of the talk shows, some callers are asking: in the White House, our presidents, uh, supposedly the visitors to the White House. They're kept track of who visits, so on and so forth. Yes, yes. One of the callers I heard this morning asked a question of one of the reporters. When Joe Biden, President Biden, goes to Wilmington, is there any way that the log is kept on who comes to visit him and who he talks to? Because the Secret Service and the FBI said they cannot comment on who he speaks to. I was wondering... Who is there any uh, way that there's a log being kept on who our president visits and who visits our president? When well, he's first away of all, first of all, I I don't I can't point you to any specific regulation, but I would I would I would you know I I I would guesstimate that everyone who comes in to see the president, whether it's his office home, which is the White House, uh, although he has a home in the East Wing in the White House as well. 
or his home in uh, Delaware. I mean, that that's on lockdown, just like uh, the White House is. There is definitely a, uh, a, a, a log of who enters and who doesn't. I mean, just for the security of the president and his family. Whether or not that is something that you can access, I don't know. Whether you could get it under a freedom of information, which is one of the ways that people like Tom Fitton from uh, uh, one of the organizations and other people with the press AP can seek a FOIA of freedom of information. I don't know the answer to that for sure, but you might be able to get that. And that's the kind of thing that comes out usually a year or two later. But thanks for the call. Um, Let's go to Alex uh, from Brooklyn. Hey, good morning, Judge. In regards to the five, um, you're doing great over there. I wanted to ask you about, you you know, if if the reason why the court is, in this opinion, giving the decision to the state about abortion, why? And the reason is because there's no right to privacy when it comes to abortion. Why does this go to the state? Why doesn't it become a federal crime? Because it's murder, just like you kill another person, a, a random person. What's the difference between a baby and killing a different person? Shouldn't this be a federal crime and regular murder mm-hmm. well first of all um that what what dobbs said was it's not a constitutional right dobbs did not take a position on whether it's a crime and they were very clear to say we're not even getting involved in you know when life begins they they totally steered that clear that now they said under the ninth amendment issues uh that are not directly uh, in the Constitution are sent to the states. They're reserved for the states. That doesn't mean that the feds can't pass their own law. So when, when Chuck Schumer in New York comes out and says, we're not going to tolerate this, and all of a sudden you got Kamala Harris saying, this is an outrage, this is a right, and Elizabeth Warren, well, you know what? All you feds go in there and try to pass your own law. They can pass it because this is an, this is an issue that you know people have differing opinions on. They can pass it and say abortions are legal until this date that date or the other date or they're illegal but there are some states that say period they're illegal but it can be federal or it can be state it's almost like the marijuana laws some of them state some of them are uh, federal but if you decide that it's illegal then and that it's a murder for example in prosecutions if you've got a woman who's eight months pregnant and the guy kills her chances are you're going to seek an indictment for two because that baby was viable. But I know exactly what you're saying there. All right. Uh, Mark from Staten Island. What's your question? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I have a comment about uh, the crime, this crime thing. The National Rifle Association has been screaming for decades. Locking up criminals is the most effective way of re- keeping <laughs> crime down. And they called yep. a bunch of propagandists and liars. I, mean, I agree uh, with you. It's, uh, I it's Keeping, crazy. You know, they, 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 uh, the, the NRA can help so much if, if people would just listen to them. Well, Five they're not going to do stop that. Their, uh, I know. Look. Not. What is going on right now is that everybody is being condemned on the left. I mean, when the left says, let's go to churches and protest this Dobbs decision, you can be darn sure they're going to protest the, the NRA. And quickly, uh, the only answer to crime is is jail because you've got deterrence, uh, rehabilitation. You've got an exempt punishment. I mean, that's one of the main reasons. You give them a few breaks and then you jail them. That's the end of it.
All right. Never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T2T.org.